Welcome to the Live Exposed podcast. This is the podcast that is designed to help you break free from the fake life you've been living and live in actual freedom, the life you were actually meant to live. We're so glad you tuned in, and we hope you enjoy this episode. And if you do love what we're talking about, please hit the subscribe button, follow us. Also, uh, be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family and help them experience the life that they were meant to live. So, here to help you navigate your path to freedom is the host of the Live Exposed podcast, Mr. Reggie Brock. Well, hello again and welcome to this episode of Live Exposed. I'm Reggie Brock. Thanks for being with me and I hope today is meaningful to you and useful. I don't want it just to mean something to you. I don't want it just to stir emotions in you. I want it to be useful. And what that means is you can apply it and see change in your life. Most of us have areas in our lives we're not happy with, that we've compromised, if you will. We've, we've kind of let our guard down, uh, which has led us into suspicious behavior and caused us to kind of be questioned at the level of integrity and character. I've been there. I understand that. And I know that some of you listening today are in that same boat, so to speak. Well, you can get out of that boat and you can have what's missing restored. And you can, you know, you can regain a level of assurance and confidence uh, as you walk in life, but you're going to have to make some alterations. You see, many of us have chosen rather than to deal with our problems, hide them. And we think that we're just fooling everybody. And the reality is we're fooling nobody. It may be, you know, for a short time, you may pull the wool over people's eyes, but at the end of the day, who you are is going to be revealed and it's going to come out. And, you know, my, my suggesting to you is deal with it before it deals with you, <laughs> because when it deals with you, it causes a, a falling apart of things that are almost impossible to put back together. I know this because I've been there. Everything is possible. I, I, I know that. But why go through the anguish of that if you can start dealing with it now? The whole thought behind this podcast is that we could courageously walk out from behind the veil of our own life, these hidden areas, these things that we've tried to, uh, you know, to suppress and we don't want to deal with. We're going to deal with them. And by dealing with them, I think that you can do like I've done and get freedom from them so that you can walk in life um, that matters and is enjoyable. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Um, last week, I talked about a lack in life that is causing really bad behavior in us. And uh, I talked about being, uh, uh, being having no self-control. Well, this week, I want to continue this series, and today I'm going to talk about a topic that's really, really difficult for me. It's because I've battled it, and that's the issue of purity. If there is anything that is missing in our lives as a society that is so visible to all who will see, it's this area of purity or the lack of it. Let me say that. We're we're living in a world right now where the things that are not pure, unpure, seem to be more acceptable than taking the route of purity, and our lives being more responsible when it comes to the things we see and the things that come out of our mouth, the places that we go, the people that we run with, 
that lead us in down destructive paths that start with, to me, not committing ourselves to being pure. And there's a lot of different definitions of purity. And I'm not going to categorize one area of your life over the other. I'm just hoping that this message speaks to you and that you can deal with this lack in your life or this deficit that you may have when it comes to being pure, pure in motive and pure in action. And so this is something that I'm praying in my life every day that is not just restored, but remains. <laughs> you know, I'm tired of things just constantly being having to be restored in me because I lost them along the way or I gave up on them or I chose a path that made that uh, characteristic of mine no longer be available. When I lost, you know, when I lost purity, it was by a choice that I made and I had to regain it and it be restored in my life. But now I lived for it to remain by the decisions that I, I make every day. Guys, you can do the same thing. So as I started looking at this, I wondered what in the world causes such an ease, if you will, of us to lose concern about being pure? Why is it so easy? Why is it it seems like so easy when we can just set it aside so comfortably and not even worry about it, maybe feel some guilt about it when we've lost purity or you know, when we were doing things, saying things that we know are not pure in nature and, you know, are, are really destructive. Why, why is it so easy for us to give in to that? Why is this such a huge deficit and a lack in so many of our lives? And I, I think that for me, I've come up with some of the whys. I'm not sure it's all the whys, but for me, it's, it answers a lot of questions for me. Listen. We're built and led so much by our five senses, if you will. Our sight, our hearing, our ability to touch, taste, and to smell. And I'm going to focus on just four of those senses today because I don't know how smell yet fits into purity. So I'm going to talk about sight and hearing. I'm going to talk about touch and taste because in the world we live today, you can turn the TV on, you can turn your internet on. You can, there, you can, you know, any, every way you look, our sensories are in overload when it comes to those four senses. It's just constant barrage that we're, have become comfortable with from all of these influences that are robbing us or attempting to rob us of that character and that state of purity in our lives constantly. You have to try real hard to avoid messaging from the world that is seeking to rob and take from you your purity and your walk in purity. Think about your day, what you see, the things that you hear, and some of them are just voluntarily done by us. We know before we turn the television on to a certain program, or we flip on the internet and go to a certain website. Guys, we know <clears throat> what's going to happen when we go to those sites, yet still we do. You know why? Because we're driven by those senses. We have to satisfy that flesh man in us that goes like, 
I've got to see the things I need to see to satisfy me. I've got to hear the things I need to hear to satisfy me. I've got to touch the things that even if they're inappropriate or they're not allowed really for me, I've got to, there's things I've got to touch and things I've got to taste so I can find satisfaction in life. And so every day you and I are led by that nature, that, 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 that flesh nature that causes us to be all about these five senses or four senses being satisfied. That's why it's so easy for us to lose our sense of purity and our want for purity in our life. And because most of it's done in secret, we think there's no consequence. But I dare you to look around at your life where you have just off put the notion of, well, my marriage is bad because you know, for other reasons other than my impurity, you know, I mean, I'm doing things that I know are not honorable to my marriage. I know that I'm doing things that are not honorable to my relationship with God, if you will. I, I know that I'm doing things that are not pure. They're defiled. They're wrong. But nobody knows about it. And so if they don't know about it, how in the world could be hurting anything? You don't understand the law of cascading. We don't really understand that when things happen to us, though we might not sense them or realize it, it causes a vibration and it causes an aftershock, if you will, to those people that are around us uh, that become affected by it as well. And they might not even know what it is, but they sense something is different and something is wrong. Let me tell you something. When you violate the principle of purity in a marriage, you think you're hiding it, but it's felt by your loved one. There's something that happens when purity is lost and indiscretions are given into that creates loss in relationships that we blame on everything but the lack of purity. And today... I would submit to you that we are tethered, tethered to this drive for impurity. And if you're not familiar with the word tethered, it just it simply means to, you, you know you tie something to restrict its movement. You keep it in one place. You're never getting away. Some of you are tethered right now to impurity and constant practice of it. You're tied to it. You're restrained by it. You can't move away from it because it's so got you in bondage. Well, how do I get out of it, you may say? Sounds easy. I know it's hard. But you're going to have to make some abrupt changes. Because you know that what's going on inside of you is stirring you and driving you to want more of what you know is wrong for you. And you try your best. You think about it. You've had people pray for you, you know, uh, you know, not as an unspoken request, <laughs> so to speak. We don't want anybody really know. Anybody got, you know, prayer requests? We raise our hand. Is it our, you know, we don't want anybody to know it. But so we'll say unspoken, unspoken, unspoken. And so the unspoken prayer requests are usually those things we don't want anybody to know about that many times is going on inside of us. And so I'm asking you to go into retreat today. 
I'm asking you to find a level of discipline and accountability because here's what I won't believe. Here's what I won't accept about you. No more than I accept about me that you can't control yourself. You don't want to control yourself. You have placed value on things that are no longer are not have never been valued to you, but you've given into them because you've chosen the path of impurity. You know, that you, you've chosen that path of that defiles all the important, meaningful relationships in your life. And so when you are bogged down with this noise that's filling your ears with things you want to hear that you know are impure, thoughts that you not just hear about, but continue to think about and live with, and it distracts you in other areas of your life, be not deceived one day further. That is what you can expect out of the choices and the life you are living, hidden or not. You cannot break free from something that has become a constant companion for you. Or let me say it another way. It's hard to break free from an impurity that you're feeding every day with your, uh, on your uh computer or watching television or whatever, wherever your feeder source is until you starve that out to death, if you will, it never dies. You can't just get off of this thing easily. I know that, but here's what you need to understand. All impurity needs is a next bite, a next satisfaction that you have deemed more important than walking upright. So you pursue it, you fight for it, you chase it. You just wait till somebody leaves so that you can, you think to yourself, well, you know, I, you know, I can control this even when my spouse is gone. I'm not going to do that kind of stuff anymore. And yet you're eager for that spouse to walk out the door so you can challenge yourself and fail once again. You have got to come to terms with your instability when it comes to making decisions and your appetite for things that are driving a wedge into every important relationship in your life. And might I say this, the God you serve is the one you're offending the most. So it's hard for me to recognize someone who claims faith and walking in faith, who continues to dabble and deal in this area of impurity in their life. It's a lack, it's a deficit. I'm not telling you where the source is from, but I'm telling you it's not going to go away till you die, kill it off. And that's the only way that's going to happen is through appetite suppression. <laughs> it's going to only take, a, it's going to take a very simple step of saying no to the things that are feeding your five senses or four senses in this case, that are causing this upheaval and causing this traumatic experience that you're having with the guilt associated with it. Impurity is ruining our lives. It's near ruined mine. I speak of what I know. Sad to say, I'm a subject matter expert in many of most of this topic. But I can take the issue of chasing my appetites to multiple areas of my life, <laughs> right? So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not presumed to have one challenge. When you have an issue of appetite control that feeds the flesh that drives you, that, that, that overloads your sensories every day until satisfied, it will affect every area of your life. Impurity is just one of those. I talked about self-control last week. If we're driven by our flesh, the sight, 
hearing, touch, taste, and we expect to have a spiritual right outcome, we're fooling ourselves. Furthermore, you're never going to have a relationship that matters and creates importance and creates an intimacy level with your husband or wife until you have taken this rotten seed out of you and allowed it not to divide you and allowed it not to distract you. That's when true intimacy, love is cultivated and grows and trust is developed. My God, we have got to choose that this pill of impurity works through our system and is gone forever. But to do that, guess what? <laughs> you and I have got to make the right decisions to stop feeding Stop giving, you know, if you can't, you cannot tell me that a full grown man or woman out there listening to the sound of my voice today can't make a different decision if the decision that you want is actually the decision you fight for. Every day we're pounded with information that robs us, steals from us, and actually it can't rob what we're not willing to give. So I'm going to stop blaming all of these outside forces, and you need to too. It doesn't matter what walks in front of you. You choose what you touch, what you see, what you hear, and what you taste. Nobody can make you do anything you do not desire. Mm. Friend, let me tell you something. If you can get a hold of this, the meaning that you're looking for in the relationships you have will begin to surface and happen. Some of the frustrations in the relationship you have are simply the result of impurity that is running your life. Uh, nobody knows. <laughs> Nonsense. You may not think they know, but there's something supernaturally going on that creates separation of people, cuts between, you know, even the bone and the marrow when it comes to a marriage. There's just something that happens that, though not seen visually, is experienced spiritually. You better get a hold of yourself or what you call important, that you had quote unquote die for, I work hard for this family, then let me tell you what, if you really want your family to progress, take impurity out of the equation with you. Stop looking at the stuff you're looking at. Stop touching the stuff you're touching. Stop tasting the stuff you're tasting. And stop listening to the noise that's driving a wedge right in between everything you say you love and care for and tend to every day of your life. All you're tending to is you. You're selfish and you're incomplete and you'll stay that way until you decide to stop. Uh-oh. <laughs> Take a breath and receive the truth. You can get mad at me all of you want, but this truth today is smacking you dead in the right between the eyes today, and you've got one or two options. You can finally acknowledge it and receive it, or you can just go on your pandering ways and give in to every 
lust and passion that comes your direction and think everything's just going to work out. Keep believing that. How's it worked for you for the last 10 years? You cry out, my God, I need help. But yet this companion of impurity causes you more, I mean, it has more impression and more power over you than anything that you've ever experienced in your life. And listen, I'm not downplaying that. I believe it. I mean, our sensory uh, uh, system is in overload right now because, I mean, we are seeing it from every direction. But you've got to get a hold. You've got to take hold. You've got to determine that you are bigger than, more powerful than that which is driving you to do what you're doing you know is wrong. Because it's you, it's nobody else. Reggie, if you knew what I was going through at the house, if you knew the pressure I was under at work, I have to have relief at some point, at some level. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. How's it worked out for you? And you hearing me say, speak to you today in this manner, it's going to cause you to do one of two things. Number one, you're going to brush me off and continue down your path. and may not ever listen to another podcast I do for, again. Or what you're going to do is you're going to hear it and then you're going to receive it. And receiving it means lodging it deep within you. And you're going to allow this spirit of wisdom to come upon you that will create plan to help you get out. But let me tell you something. Honestly, let me give you a couple steps. If you want to avoid impurity, make yourself accountable to somebody. Let somebody look daily at your browser history. Oh, well, Reggie, I can, you know, I can, I can, right. I mean, I, I can erase that. Yeah. There are programs and there are opportunities out there that you can put on your computer that are available that creates a level of accountability that if you really want help with, then you, it's there. There are people you can talk to who have struggled with the same issues that you're having in your life. But the question is, will you? Who knows? Will you? Because what these impurities are doing in us is causing us to be, and I want to leave these, I want to tell you about three things that I think this impurity creates in us. The first thing it creates is us being unclean. Just unclean. And unclean means that we're marked up, if you will. We've made our life a mess. There is dirt that we've been rolling and mud that we've been rolling in that's created this purity to be eliminated or evaporated or overcome by impurity because we're just rolling around in, in, in dirt and mud and a bunch of mess. So no matter what comes out of your mouth, this whole issue of cleanliness, moral cleanliness, is something that is evident and can be proven by what goes on in your life regarding the things you listen to, the things you uh, see, the things you touch, and the things you taste. That's the litmus test. Are you clean in those areas? Because if you're unclean, you will never be able to find the level of purity in your life that you're seeking for. The second thing is we've got, you know, impurity causes us to be unclear. We're clouded in our, our, our view. It's not easy. We, can, we don't perceive things. I want you to think about this. When, when your mind is running 
carelessly regarding things that are impure in your life, you know, appetites that you're chasing, it causes you to lose perspective in life areas that are really important. It just overwhelms you. I want to have clear thought. I want to be transparent. I want to be unclouded. I don't want to have a bunch of nonsense in and out of me that is causing my mind to be unclear. That's a dangerous place to be, but that's what impurity does to you. And the third thing it does is if you don't get rid of impurity, you're going to stay corrupted. And corrupted is another is the beginning stages of decomposition. <laughs> I mean, it's it's leading to death. It signals death. It's void. It shows void of a moral compass. It's just those early stages of once and for all, the flesh yielding the flesh and producing what it always produces. Listen to me, and that's death. You, 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 you follow and you fight after having your uh, flesh man uh, satisfied and taken care of. Guess what, friend? You're in for death now and in the future because it's going to kill everything it touches. <laughs> so I don't want to be corrupted. I don't want to be unclean. I don't want to be unclear in my thoughts. So what do I want? How can, how can uh, purity be reproduced or restored in me? That's what I want to I end this podcast with today. This is the part of my podcast that I call Information for Transformation. If you will take what I'm telling you and you'll apply it to your life, your life can be transformed. So I've got seven things as I close this podcast today, statements that I'm going to make to you that if you will practice these and, and, and you start seeking after purity and avoiding these impure ways that you're practicing today, here's what's going to have. When you are pure, purity creates a clean heart and a right spirit. Oh my God. Do you realize how right life is when you're acting and behaving properly? Do you realize how clean your heart is to yourself, to your God, and to others when purity sets in and resides? Purity creates a clean heart and a right spirit. The second thing purity does, it, it allows marriage and intimate relationships to be honorable as intended. If you're defiling the marriage bed and you're doing things that are absolutely counter to the word of God and the relationships and the promises you've made to your spouse, purity can't reside. But when purity is restored, it allows marriage and the intimacy relationships that we have to be honorable as intended. The third thing that purity does is gives us the strength to control our body and mind. <laughs> when we're clear in head and mind, and then we start behaving properly and strength and confidence is built. You see, when we're pure, confidence is built that we can overcome. The next temptation that comes our direction, the next time we have appetite, and taste for things that we know will take us down the road of destruction. When you have purity, you have strength to control your body, what you do, and your mind, what you think. It's powerful truths. Number four, purity helps you to eliminate the stress of a double-minded lifestyle. Ooh, 
This one is hard. This is that whole hiding world. You know, we, we're double-minded. The Bible says this, that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Look at your life because people around you are. And if you're double-minded, there's going to be a constant out-of-step cadence that you're in. You may not recognize it. You may just think it's a part of the aging process or whatever you're calling it. But this double-minded lifestyle you're living is going to catch up with you. When you have purity, it eliminates the stress of trying to live two double lives. Number five, purity trains us to renounce inappropriate appetites and live self-controlled lives. It trains us, purity trains us to renounce any. So when you when you when you walk into purity, whoo, what's gonna happen is you're going to there, you won't have to, your judgments will be be constantly constantly on guard for inappropriate and renounce anything that has an appetite for those things that have caused distress, pressure, and brokenness in your life. Those appetites, those things that have kept you from becoming the person you're supposed to be. Uh, purity helps and trains you to ren renounce them once and for all. Number six, purity will reset your friend list. <laughs> now, this is a hard one. Because you're going to have to make some decisions on the people you're around based upon, because you can't be unequally yoked with people who are not pure in mind and in direction and in purpose and in lifestyle. Going to be a tough one. But if you want, if purity sets in in your life, it's going to require you to reset your friend list. And the final thing is this, pay, uh, purity uh, will allow you to live with a clear conscience and live honorably once and for all. Some of you are just exhausted because you've just been fighting a life you don't want. Today it can be over. But guys, let me say this in closing. Purity cannot be lacking in your life and not create deficit. If you have deficit in this area, you have got to take steps toward getting yourself back in, embracing as a characteristic and a truth in your life, purity as you walk and not give in anymore to these lusts and these passions and these appetites that you know are leading you down the wrong path. Guys, thank you so much for being with me today. I hope this has mattered to you. If it has, do something about it. And if I can ever help you reach out to me, please don't hesitate to do that because I'm always here for you. Until next week, God bless you. Have a great week. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Live Exposed with Reggie Brock. In fact, if you did, go ahead and rate the podcast and give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. We also would love if you subscribe to the podcast and also shared it with your friends and family. They would probably enjoy it as well. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week as we continue down the journey that leads to ultimate freedom through living the life that you were meant to live.